Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. So today I'm going to be actually bringing the um, message today. I don't want to say sermon, but it does feel like a sermon. (laughs) And so we're going to uh, be discussing uh, on the topic of selling. Selling matters. Reasons why we struggle to sell. And honestly, I don't know, you know, I'm not exactly sure why God has laid this on my heart um, about selling, but it was, it's been really kind of heavy uh, on my heart. And because I know that a lot of us do struggle, you know, when it comes to selling and, you know, promoting our products and talking about our products and things like that. So hopefully with today's call, we're going to just kind of, um, um, spread a little light or shine a little light around this topic of selling and, um, you know, just hopefully open our, our eyes will be open um, to this. Some, some of us believe that selling is posting on social media or creating a sales process or uh, some of us believe that marketing replaces selling, right? And I believe a lot of us struggle because we don't know what it looks like. What, what does that mean to sell, right? Or what does that look like? Well, you know, as we do around here, we always give definitions, right? And so the definition of selling is to transfer transfer property or the exclusive, exclusive excuse me, right of possession to another for an, for an equivalent in money. It is where one party buys what the other sells. It's a transaction where goods or services are exchanged for money. It also refers to a process of persuading. So selling is, is a process of persuading a person or an organization to buy something. It's important to note that selling is not convincing but persuading. The term convincing means to cause someone to believe firmly in the truth of something, right? On the other hand, uh, to persuade someone means to cause someone to do something, right? And so in your selling process, you are not trying to convince someone to believe something, right? Uh, that's too hard, <laughs> right? And so I think a lot of us, a lot of times, we are, that's what we're doing. We're trying to convince someone to believe something instead of persuading them to cause them to, to do um a certain action, right? Most people struggle with selling because of their mindset around selling. And I can tell you mindset is everything. You know, we may have an issue with selling because of our mindset around money, our self-worth, you know, all kinds of things, right? Our experiences that we've had, we get nervous and anxious with sweaty palms and Sometimes a lot of us would rather eat a box of nails than to sell to someone, right? Especially when it comes to our own products and services. There's a strong emotional feeling we have about selling. We tell stories to ourselves uh, and about ourselves, right, to ourselves, you know, and as well as about the people that we're selling to. We tell stories to ourselves about them, right? Like, 
well, they probably won't, you know, they probably don't want to purchase this or they probably can't afford it or, you know, um, this is, it, in our minds, we think that what we have is not worth it, right? And so we pass that energy on in our selling, in our selling process. But if you believe you have a good product or service that people need, you have a responsibility to tell them about it and to sell it, not give it, right? To sell it, not give it. As, as a matter of fact, it's unfair for us to withhold our creation and our knowledge and our products and our services to the world. It is unfair because people need what we have, right? And so that transaction happens through the selling process. Now, there's a whole lot of, of things that we could talk about, you know, when it comes to selling and all of that. We definitely are not going to have time to go through all of it, especially on one call or two calls or how, how many, how much ever time it's going to take for us to get through, through, through this topic. But it's also helpful to know that there are many types of selling, and so I just want to share um, just a few of the most common types of selling. So one of the most common types of selling, and, and let me say this, I think one of the reason, another reason that we struggle is because we try to apply the wrong type of selling to our products and services right? And so you're going to see as I share these types of selling, you'll, you know, get a better understanding of what I mean. So one type of selling is transactional selling, okay? So in transactional selling, uh, it's a simple short-term sales strategy that focuses on making a quick sale, right? In this type of sales model, neither the buyer nor the seller has much interest in developing a long-term relationship because we're in a relationship era right now. We're, we're now in a relationship era. So some of those tactics don't work in our selling of our services. And most of the people that's on this call are consultants and coaches and, and uh, service-based entrepreneurs. And so transactional selling is not really such a good idea to apply that model when it comes to those types of services. Uh, we're in a relationship selling era, and this type of um, selling sometimes gets a bad rap, and, and I'm talking about transactional selling, uh, but yet it's still a relevant approach in the right context, right? And so... Uh, transactional sales are most common in B2C, business-to-customers uh, situations like e-commerce, uh, movie tickets, you know, things like that. So these are quick uh, sales. This is, you know, just transactional and just move on, right? And which is something that we – it's not a good idea to try to apply that type of selling to a service-based uh, entrepreneurship relationship or consulting or uh, coaching, things like that, okay? So another type of, of um, selling is solution selling. So solution selling moves away from the transactional approach and instead it focuses on selling the outcomes over the products, products and features, 
This is kind of where we live as coaches and consultants and service-based entrepreneurs. This is, is where we paint a picture of how the seller or how the buyer's life, the client's life, will be better once they solve a particular problem. And to be effective in a solution-based uh, or solution sales strategy, you must focus on building genuine connections with the buyers. I'm going to let that marinate right there. Create innovative solutions and unique value uh, propositions. Paint a clear picture of the total business value of the solution, not just the product, but the service and the experience. I just remembered why this was so heavy on my heart, but I won't share this right. I won't share this right now. I'll continue. Okay. So we t- we talked about transactional and solution selling. Another type of selling is consultative selling. So on the surface, consultative selling and solution selling appear to be the same strategy. However, despite the similar similarities, there's an important distinction. distinction. So solution um, selling, which we just talked about, avoids taking or talking about features and benefits opting to focus on conversations exclusively presenting a solution to the buyer, right, to the buyer's problem. Because this type of selling requires a lot of work on the part of the seller is best suited for high-ticket deals, long sales cycles, and high touch. That's consultative uh, selling. Um, Collaborative selling, number four. So I've covered three of them. Um, and number four is collaborative selling. Collaborative selling is similar to consultative selling in that the core focus is on developing relationships and understanding the buyer's need, challenges, and goals. But this approach takes things to the next level and places the customer at the center of their own narrative. The goal of the collaborative selling process is setting the stage for lasting relationships that look more like strategic alliances rather than traditional one-on-one transactions. While there's a clear progression from transactional to collaborative selling, the reality is each of these sales types can be used effectively with today's modern buyer as long as the focus remains on delivering value to them, okay, to them. So the deal is this, and again, you know, we may come back to revisit this, but I really just kind of wanted to share this because it obviously as uh, entrepreneurs, as business owners, you know, we are selling. I mean, you know, you have to sell, (laughs) you know, you can't, you know, not sell, but you have to be confident in what you're selling. And the best way to build confidence is to believe in what believe in what you're selling. If you're if you're selling a solution that works, why wouldn't you want to uh, let people know and then sell it? As Christian entrepreneurs, our job is to help people. So we owe it to ourselves and to others to create, produce, and offer the best that's out there, right? And excellent right? 
one of the most effective biblical sales principles is selling the change or the transformation that occurs as a result of using our service and product. Far too often, many entrepreneurs focus on the features, right, of their product. And so when the most important thing to the customer is how is it going to help them, that's it. They don't care how, well, some people may care how pretty it is or what kind of box it's in or anything like that. But the main thing is how does that help me? Because this being in a pretty box doesn't help me, right? So they want to know what's in it for them. So you need to learn to lead with what's in it for them. Selling the transformation is really is the most important sales lesson that you can learn even in Scripture, right? Jesus promises rest to those who come to him, right? So rest is the transformation we expect uh, when it comes to when it comes to him, right? Rest is the transformation when you come to Jesus. So as a believer, always use biblical principles in your sales and marketing and advertising and in your business, right? And you can learn a lot about selling in the Bible if you just take the time to read and apply them to your business. Figure out what works in your business and begin creating a biblical marketing and sales strategy for your business, okay? So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you, and I'm really kind of curious as to what your thoughts are on this topic called Selling Matters. Is this something that we need to discuss a little bit more in a little bit more detail in future uh, podcast or, you know, let, let me know. If you got something from the call today, feel free to share it on social media using the hashtag selling matters, right? Hashtag selling matters, hashtag wisdom inspired, hashtag wisdom inspired podcast. Um, and as I said earlier, you can always go to wisdominspired.net to subscribe. That's where you'll find all the links to the platform where you can listen to the previous episodes, subscribe, and leave us a review. Lastly, if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community and how you can benefit from the resources and transformational coaching, send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line, same time, same place, same station, with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.